Hello and welcome to Untitled. I am Caden Greco. I'm Cooper Rowe. And I am Ignacio Hampton, our very handsome and charming guest. Wow. Um, thank you for tuning in live on 88.1 FM, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, but especially to our live listeners. Yeah, so uh, let's get right into it. Um, um, before we get to you, Ignacio, um, Cooper and I have a quick message. Um, first of all, our hearts go out to Sean. I'm kidding, but... Sean right now is at tennis tryouts. Go so Trevs. Go Trevs. We listen. We wish him good luck. He says as, hi. As to well as all the other athletes trying out for yeah. spring sports. He says hi to Untitled Nation, our, our new thing, I guess. And um, for the future of the show, um, hopefully Sean and Cooper, right? Volleyball and tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to move. This show will probably be a, a morning show. Probably. Probably. We don't know. We don't know details yet. But do you know how you can know those details, Cooper? Follow uh, our Untitled Instagram. And what is that Instagram called, Cooper? What's the username? Uh, Untitled WNTH. Untitled WNTH. Um, that's where we're going to keep all our updates, so you better follow. Um, next time you hear Untitled, it might not be at the same time, but like always, no matter what the time is, you can listen to it as a podcast. And we got Ignacio here. What's up, Ignacio? What's up, guys? Glad to be here. Oh, Ignacio, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Ignacio Hampton. I'm a sophomore at New Trier. I play volleyball. I used to play soccer. Um, some clubs that I'm in, I do DECA. I do Spanish Club, Model UN. And I work at the One Stop Trev Shop. I think that's cool. We'll get into that a little later. Mm-hmm. But Cooper, um, Ignacio, I know you were saying you don't know too much about this, but Cooper and I have to do a quick little rant. So... Cooper, did you see the news about MLB? I did. There will be uh, some regular season games suspended after the uh, MLB and the Players Association did not reach an agreement. They literally, so they made this lockout on December 1st. The league puts this in place. The league won't talk to them through December and January. They start talking like February and then they put they impose this deadline on themselves. So there was just a lot of stupidity. You know, and, and the deadline was originally what last last, last midnight. Last, last night. midnight. Okay. So and like the started today. And I was following it and they were like in intense meetings. And yeah. I was I was so sure Like it it that, seemed good. Yeah, I was so sure that a deal was gonna be reached. And you know, uh I woke up this morning and I saw that they had pushed the deadline, which kinda in a way gave me even more hope because I was like, Okay, you know, they're it's on a good track. They just need a little bit more time, mm-hmm. and then deal was not reached, and uh, yeah, not great. News. So, just so I have a question, guys. Yeah, As uh-huh. someone who's not a big fan of the MLB, and maybe some of our listeners who aren't exactly MLB fans either, what exactly was this walkout happening? Was it like lockout. a pay? Lockout? So it was lock lock lockout. So was it about like a pay disagreement? Was it about like um, what was it about? A bunch of things. It was yeah. It was more about stuff off the field. Okay. Every, than, than on the field. Every 10 years, they have to have a CBA, which is because the players are unionized. So there's an agreement between the league and the union of players. And if they don't have a CBA, the league has no employees to play their game. Yeah. And they couldn't agree on their, like, their collective bargaining agreement with the two sides. And they uh, so apparently today, MLB, they were like, this is our offer. Take it or leave it. But last night, they were going into, like, 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then today they were going into like an hour ago, yeah. a little less ago, and 
Opening day will not be the same day. Everything is going to be messed up now. The schedule is going to be all changed. Which is which is now the third year that it's not really a true normal season because you know yeah. uh, the 2020 season obviously shortened due to COVID. It was 60 games versus the regular 162. Uh-huh. And uh, last season, I guess it was the the same amount of games, but there were still some differences. Like uh, the start of the year, there was limited fans, and then there was. Uh, different rules for like double headers and extra innings and things like that um, and then this year obviously now uh, opening days moved back um, I hope that they somehow figure out how to get as many games as possible yeah and like um, but you know like if if opening days move back like let's say two weeks or even just a month I hope that they they find some room in the schedule to get more games out there so it seems more like a regular season and the, the Cubs had, I don't know about, like, White Sox and stuff, Cooper, but the Cubs had a, a lot of cool matchups, like Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays this year. So I don't know about those. I, those might be down the drain. A lot of It just messes up a lot of stuff, and it's pretty disappointing. Yeah, and... Uh, like, they had so much time, and they failed us. Yeah, but, like, you know, baseball fans here in Chicago, uh, the Crosstown Classic... Mm-hmm. which is the Sox versus the Cubs. I'd hopefully th- that better still be happening. Cooper and I are actually going to go to that. We are. We're going to go to one game at Wrigley, one game at It's in May, right? Yeah, it's, both, it both? could be in June now, though. Could be. But could both be. matchups are originally in May, uh, one like the first weekend of May, one the last weekend. Um, but, you know, let's We will still those. be there. Yeah, we'll so support the team. Cooper, as a White uh-huh. Sox fan, uh-huh. is it guaranteed Wright Stadium? Uh... You know, I personally say something different every time. Okay. <laughs> every time? Every time. Technically, sometimes it's guaranteed right field, but what do you say, Cooper? Guaranteed right field. Uh, sometimes sometimes I say that. I usually just um, say Sox Park. Sox Park is another classic. You could still go by U.S. Cellular. You could go by Comiskey. Some or Comiskey. You know, it has many different the names. The one that I've heard the most is Comiskey. Yes. And then Sox Park. From, like, old people. Comiskey is the one I've heard the most. Mm-hmm. But to be fair... You guys have you guys been to both? Yeah, right? guaranteed rate and rate. Uh huh. Which is a better stadium? Which is a better atmosphere? Which is better? Just atmosphere, not based on. Teams. All right, I'll let Kate. I'll let Kate. Okay, well, obviously, I'm saying guaranteed rate. Well, Wrigley Field. Okay, it's okay, iconic. let's dissect this though, because well, because like, let's, let's just say like okay, I will give. Let's. I will give Wrigley. Wrigley has a better atmosphere just because it is smaller. It's more condensed. Um. But I would say in terms of, like, how nice the stadium is, I would say it has to go to Gary. Ignacio, have you been to both? I have seen the outside of Wrigleyville. I've seen a lot of fo- our, uh, Wrigley Field. And I have never seen nor been near guaranteed rate. So you're kind of like a blank slate here. So we can kind of it's, we can Let, both okay. Let's think. Let's and then you this. can you can choose your okay, what you I'll would like more. Give well, me the pros and cons. Okay, I'll start just give Wrigley Wrigley Field a little overview. Wrigley Field is the second oldest stadium in MLB. Okay. Keyword is second. Second, not the oldest. Okay, but that doesn't matter. Um, it was built in 1914. It is very historic. It's a national historic landmark. There's only 600 of those in the U.S. Um, it is very quaint. It's very simple. Um, there's one concourse. There's ramps to get to the upper deck seats. Um, there's ivy on the brick walls. No padded walls. Brick walls. Um, it has. Which, which I mean, like, seems a little bit dangerous, but you know. Oh, it's old time, Cooper. It's old time. Okay, okay, yeah. And it has a giant scoreboard in center field that still has people working inside at moving plates to put the numbers on it. No way. Yeah, it's very, 
it is such it feels and they did renovations out it and it feels like they wanted to feel like it did in the 1930s and they're doing a good job at that cooper you want to give your little overview of your little place all right guarantee rate so what's great about guarantee rate one not much it, it has parking Let's be real okay, there. Wrigley Field, because it was built in 1914, they didn't really think about, oh, we have to buy land in the surrounding area for parking. There's like a few Cubs lots, not many, and parking is hard, but... Okay, so at the end of the day, you are admitting that parking is better. Again. Parking is better there, but you don't go to the game to park your car. I've been to Wrigleyville. There's no parking spots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, Caden, the employees actually do go to the game to park cars. Just saying. Well, um, so, we're talking about this from the standpoint of a fan, okay, I believe. Okay, anyway, anyway, it's built, it, it, it was built a lot more recently. It was built in like the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait. The, 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 talking, the stadium in general, I would say is just a lot nicer <laughs> in terms in terms of quality. Um, <laughs> quality. Um, you know, it has... It has certain things about it, like the the pinwheels on top of the on top of the scoreboard, which are which are well known. The parking lot esque architecture. <laughs> okay, the f- the thing feels like a parking garage. Like at Wrigley Field, there's these ramps that are very quaint and nice, and they're just like uh, they're like nice. And at um, Sox Park, so bef- you know there's what? like the parking garages on the <laughs> outside. There's literally. Like, there's no ramps on the inside of the building. There's parking garages. They're literally parking garages built on the exterior with the bridges over to the level of your seats. But, and but there's no other way to get between them. They get people from A to B. They get people from A to B. There's no denying that. Yeah, but they're ugly and, you and okay. That is that is opinion-based. Let's say, that Ignacio, is opinion-based. Let's that say is you're going facts. to a game at Sachs right, Park. All right, Caden. All right, Caden. You know, we spent a lot of time. We got a lot of topics to get We do. Bottom, we will continue this. We'll save okay, it for another day. So I'm looking at the photos. I'm going to make my final decision very quick, and then we can move on okay. from baseball, right? Yep. So I'm looking at photos. Guaranteed rate. I see the little, like, colorful, this is what you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. This isn't exactly the best idea. So I'd rather stay in the nice area of Wrigleyville and stick with my historic Wrigleyville, brother. okay, I, I will admit, Wrigleyville is a nice, in terms of, like, the atmosphere, is a nice part of town. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's good food options. Historic. DePaul students are nearby. Historic. Okay, anyway, boys. So my final vote goes to the Cubbies. Moving on from that, we are talking about basketball. Nutria basketball is really good this year, guys. We got a football star, Nevin Kravascoli. We got Noah Shannon. We got some tall guys who I do not know the name of. But we we got a roster. We got a roster. We got a good roster. We do. Um, Cooper and I actually are. We could. We are reporters for basketball. Mm-hmm. We we um, tweet for and at, at athletics. And we tweet for the athletics department. No way. Mm-hmm. During the games, we make graphics. We make. We have one of us will be taking pictures. We'll run it back to the computer. We'll make a score graphic. We will put it out after each quarter. And we've done that for two games. We'll be doing it tomorrow night. So um, if you can't make it to a game, you can go to Twitter, Athletics NTHS, and check it out. So I hear you talking with – shout out to Mr. Horn, by the way. Shout out to Mr. Horn. Um, our health teacher, me and Katie, are in the same uh-huh. health class. So basically, I hear you guys talking. Yeah. So he's seen you at these games. Yeah. That's awesome. So we're actually um, – we're starting – next year, this will be a club. Maybe, Ignacio, you'd be interested. We're yeah. doing social media for the athletics department. Right. Right now, it's just a group, and like you can't start a club at this point of year, and it's just a small group, and we're testing it. But we're gonna have a sports information club, and it's gonna be super cool. That sounds mm-hmm. like a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. think about it. So Cooper and I both play volleyball, right? We mm-hmm. do. And 
there's a lot of cool photos you can take from volleyball, especially if you jump as high as I do. So, <laughs> but like you know, when I jump, I get even higher. So the thing is that Cooper I mean, is actually a setter. So I hate to. So <laughs> volleyball players skate in. But but is it is it I, I'm actually is it a good thing when the setter jumps higher than the middle? I mean, I don't. I, don't I was think actually so. excited to hear what Ignacio was going to say. So. But. so volleyball, the way that mm-hmm. it works is mm-hmm. that everybody thinks that they're the best, right? <laughs> that is that is it's a, it, yeah. So basically, with that, there becomes like a lot of competition, uh-huh. and if you some get, of it is friendly, some of it is friendly. Like Cooper and I, I would consider us friends yes. or pals, right? Pals or pals. acquaintances. I would say we're better than acquaintances. I would okay, say yes. we're we're on the road to becoming friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a long path. It's a there. long path. <laughs> long path. But hopefully, we'll be teammates in this upcoming spring season. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Yes. And genuinely, I think Cooper's a great guy. He's an amazing setter, an amazing boyfriend. <laughs> My to, to, uh, no. my amazing boyfriend, <laughs> but the way jo- that volleyball all joking. all joking all jokes. But Cooper's a great guy, and I think the thing that happens with volleyball kids is that you get them in a room, and they will not shut up about volleyball. So there's like an ego problem with volleyball. There is an ego problem, but also we're very passionate. We love the sport. We really lo- like cannot stop talking about it. There's so mm-hmm. much to discuss. So Cause much because it, it's like a game. Well, part of the reason why I love volleyball is that it's a game. Where even after, like in our case, like high school or college, like you right. can still play. Like you can be those dads that are like, yes. ah, you want to go down to the YMCA and play some volleyball today? Yeah, Mars. no, but like even uh, in like Chicago, uh, uh, it's historic for like having an amazing beach volleyball scene. And it's like oh, yeah. Yeah. the whole lakefront. Like think about that. Like, my, um, my au pair, um, Vicky, one of my old au pairs used to be a professional beach volleyball player in Austria. Yeah, I'm sure. That sounds mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. And Chicago is uh, one of the... One of the biggest cities for boys volleyball in general. Like yeah. me and Ignacio have traveled like all around the Midwest, and and even when we go to these massive tournaments, they have like hundreds of courts and and hundreds of teams. I would still say, you know, a large majority of them are teams from Chicago. Like yeah, like uh, my team was in St. Louis uh, about a month ago or so. Yeah, Cooper and I were there together over yeah. Valentine's Day weekend. And uh, we, Ooh. my team, my my team. We only played one team that wasn't from Chicago. Oh, wow. Like we went all the way to St. Louis just to play Chicago teams, that, which I thought was funny. Well, that's the thing is that basically, <laughs> kind of funny. I had almost a complete opposite experience. The only team that I faced was in the finals from Chicago. I faced teams from Miami, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto wow. Rico. Puerto Rico had it one is, team. Yeah, it is actually a. That's kind of cool, actually. They got to really play cool. teams from all over the place. Exactly. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I played. That guy. I played I the same team. I played the same club. Three times. Which club? Six three. Bounce. You played my like the seventeen, uh, the sixteen red. I don't know. We played. We played three. We played three teams from bounce. We played the same. It was all in one day too. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you played three games in one day, and uh, all three of our games were against the same club, just different teams within this club, and it was really, it was really surprising. And just for our viewers, I actually played for bounce myself. So there's always been a yes. huge rivalry between me and uh-huh. Cooper. Mm-hmm. That's actually, I did not know that Chicago is such a big volleyball city. Oh, huge. And the thing is that if you don't know about it, you're never going to, like, if you're not in the volleyball, like, world, you would never think so. No. My, I think, I'm not sure, but I think my au pair used to go down to, like, um, Chicago beaches, and she'd, like, like, pretend she knew nothing about volleyball. She'd be like, oh, could I try with you guys? And she'd progressively just start using her skills, and and that was funny. Yeah. (laughs) And then she'd, like, just, like, be better than all of them. Yeah, and the thing about volleyball that makes it so much fun is that, you know, like, 
you don't need to be tall. You do not need to be fast. But if you have a certain like skill set and level of finesse in your game, you will be successful. Really? Mm-hmm. So like the, everyone thinks that oh, if I'm six five, if I'm six foot six three, they automatically you're good. You could be awful. You know but, what I mean? Like specifically, people like I'm kidding. What? No, it's not. We don't use like, names here. Like, oh. but uh, you know, it's it. There's a big difference. There's a big. There's a lot of uh. Not diversity in the game, but but sort of there is. Um, in what sense, you know, Cooper? Like any, like no matter like what, different like different groups. different heights, different like. Oh yeah, totally different teams. We, my team is relatively medium size. I would say our average height would be five ten, five eleven, maybe. So it's a pretty average middle mm-hmm. of our average team, and we faced a team where not a single player was above five eight. Oh wow! On a volleyball team, which is very like we were like. We're going to really do well against this team. It was a team from Miami. And how did you do? We ended up losing that game. Oh, wow. So that's how volleyball works is that you get so in your head and it's so Mm -hmm. mental. And people don't understand that, especially on certain aspects like serving. Mental, like the mental toughness and the mental ability to not get like overconfident like we discussed before. The ego problem is that you think you're big, you're tall, you can hit a hard, you can hit a bounce ball. That doesn't matter once you're in a game. It's Mm -hmm. all about the way that you keep your cool Stay composed and do what you're supposed to do. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little volleyball lesson. A little volleyball lesson. There you go. Yeah, there you so go. how Moving. did we get to volleyball from Nutra basketball? Though? So I think we were talking uh, about... That's so random. That's very true. Know, but both. speaking of Nutra basketball, game tomorrow, guys. Game tomorrow. Blue. Go Trevs. Wear blue, guys. Wear, wear blue. Wear, make sure to wear oh, blue. Can I make my little announcement right now? Go right you ahead, Kato. Hey, Nutria, your varsity boys basketball team are the regional champions, and they are playing Rolling Meadows High School in the sectional semifinals tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at Glenbrook South High School. Come cheer on your traps. Tickets are required for all attendees. There's a link for them on the Athletics Department website, $7 each. We hope to see you there tomorrow night. The theme is Blue Out, and good luck to the Trevians. Yeah, definitely. Like That was that was my script for the PA announcement tomorrow morning. Yeah, that sounds great, Kaden. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So... Moving on, guys. Turnabout. How are we feeling? Turnabout. 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 Get in turn. I about. Trevor Palooza 2022. Trevor Palooza. So the theme is, guys, pretty sure it's Starry Night. The theme is Starry Night. There we go. So how are we feeling about that? What do we think that is? Like, what's the first thing that comes to our mind? I probably think there's going to have, like, lights, like, on the ceiling to make stars, probably. Oh, Oh, those little, like, Dixie lights? Yeah, I think it's going to be, you know what I mean? Those, like, indie girls having their room? Yes. (laughs) Yes, okay, yes, I understand. (laughs) Probably, like, higher scale, you know? Yeah, a little higher scale. We are new chair. We are. Um, maybe there'll be like Go Trevs, by the way. Starry yeah. Night projected onto places like the painting. Ooh, that, it's a very interesting theme. It's like out of the box. I I like it a lot. Have you guys seen those photos of like the Van Gogh exhibition in the city? Yeah, where it's like the projections onto the wall. Maybe they're gonna do something like that. That would be really interesting. I really hope though that uh, it gets more like turnout than Homecoming, because you know the actual dance of Homecoming. I felt like it was really fun. But uh, yeah, I feel like if go trips. <laughs> Shout out to student activities. <laughs> yeah, but, we uh, love you, Mr. Brovic. And uh, Ms. Kolak. And Ms. Kolak. But I feel like if even more people were there, it would have been a lot more fun. Well, but, I feel like it was more just about, in terms of school dances, notoriously are bad, right? <laughs> New Cheer, yes. I love the way that they've done I believe that they've done a wonderful job. They do probably as good as you can do. And yeah. the thing is, is that there needs to find a way to make it fun to the point that you're not going to be spending money on a suit and you're just going to get sweaty in a mosh pit, or you're going to be standing in the corners just talking to people. 
Because the music is blasting, but were you guys at homecoming? Yeah. Did you see like a group of maybe 10 people like moshing and everyone was just everyone on the outskirts? Everyone else on the outside. Like, and that's not what you want. That's not fun. Nobody you should, was like, you should be in student council. Myself. You really should. Yeah. You also, so? also, homecoming did have two two sessions. That is true. Yeah. So, so this is going to be one session. I went to the first. This is going to be one session and it's going to be all of the school, including freshmen. The other campus. So the other campus. Northfield campus. How do you feel about that, guys? NFD is interesting. My go dress. Always go dress. Always go dress. We love all of our students equally. Go dress. Go dress. Go dress. We love all of our students equally here at Nutrier. Um, it's actually, speaking of the Northfield campus, how cool is it that we we didn't really get to experience it as much as the normal freshman body, but it's it's really nice that the school like has a campus just for freshmen to oh, get into high school. Oh, definitely. Like, definitely. Every like, time I no, talk to like an older person about Nutrier, they're like, oh, but that freshman campus, you guys should be so grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. people, like, I don't know what high school would be like without it, but I, I've seen, I used to be on TikTok. I see what people say, stuff like that, but it's, it's definitely like, a very nice Last thing. year, because like I know like, you know, we're at the Winneka campus. We see seniors all the time. And, uh, but like last year, could you imagine have going to this school, like not knowing anybody? Yeah. That's the thing is that personally myself, I have tons of classes with juniors and seniors. Yeah, same. And like, I just have built those relationships, but it's like, like they treat me as if I'm one of their kids in their age group. You know I, I mean? thought yeah. that it was going to be like the movies. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, what's up, bro? And then they'll like push me to the ground. Like, maybe not. Get me. away, sophomore. Exactly. Like, They're like, who's this punk? You know what I mean? I mean, maybe that would happen to me. Maybe more <laughs> Cooper or Caden. Wow. Okay. But, but anyway, <laughs> when I, I didn't want to say a lot of my brother Caden over here, but like, you know, I always think it's weird because we're we're sort of used to it, I guess. Used like to having what? having a separate campus for freshmen. Yeah. Um, but like you know, uh, I live closer to the Northfield campus. Yeah. Yeah. And I drive by uh, Loyola every day. Right. And I'm like, okay, there's one Loyola campus. Where's the other one? Right. Because <laughs> I'm I'm just so used to to like a high school having two campuses, and it's it's crazy that like I can't like I don't I have no idea how many students go to Loyola, but I would imagine. You know, it's it's still a relatively high number. Yeah, and I'm I think like, it's around two thousand, maybe five hundred yeah, yeah. a grade somewhere around so, that. Number. And I'm like, how do they fit four grades into that speaking building? Speaking of like, kidding. Oh, speaking of like school campuses, I've been like, I've been going to all the basketball games for like a few weeks now, and I've seen just different campuses. And then when I get to these schools, I'm like, how do they fit this many kids here? Like. The school seems so much bigger, like the actual like floor, like the size yeah, of the yeah, school. Yeah. But mm. I realize it just be like we have a smaller footprint, but we stack it so much. We have yeah. four, technically five floors here, yeah. and uh, plus the basement. So they really do fit a lot here, and it's and it's so cool that we're we're literally like a block from the lake. This is like prime yeah. real estate in the heart of a neighborhood. It's pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is really cool, and it's like. I was when I first went to like Nutrier West. I was like, this is like a college campus. Yeah, I thought I was yes, gonna like that campus like so much more, campus. like the actual campus. I campus. like this campus. Way I love this more. campus I, way more. I honestly like Northfield. Like I go back. Oh. Cooper oh. and I go. Cooper and I go to <laughs> open gyms there. Yeah, I don't know what that was. So basically, like the whole idea. What I like about it is that. Do you guys remember in that, the spring and like right before the, the walkways, summer break, like the outdoor walkways? Yeah, that, that like, was nice. The I whole park, was, like you eat lunch outside. Those are nice. Yeah. Like that's so nice. Like that whole yeah. like community aspect of it, I love. And then another aspect of it that I like is that it's like 
it's more laid out. Mm -hmm. So it's like here I have to go like four to five flights of stairs just to get to one classroom. There's like I'm walking across instead of up or down. Yeah. But you get that you get that exercise. It is exercise, but I feel like there I'm actually getting more exercise because I'm walking further. I I think it was. We should have like two people to sit bit there. We can do it. Well, actually, this year when I started, I was looking at my phone one day and I realized that my average amount um, of not only steps but also flights of stairs I went up got like went up so much higher than uh like when like when i was at northfield and it was just crazy to me to think you know just because of the different layout how that could be so different but yeah, guys definitely. do, do you want to hear another advantage of the Winneka campus let's hear it the one-stop trev shop definitely so as someone who works at the one-stop trev shop and great transition there kaden that was beautiful thank you so i currently work at the one-stop what trev do you do shop. there so i on LinkedIn, which you guys should definitely sign up for as a young entrepreneurs and businessmen, I have myself as the chief you marketing officer, <laughs> and I kind of, I handle all like the special projects that we do, all the new merchandise that we're doing. I manage the social media for them. I talk to like different like wholesale buyers. Me and Miss Duffy, like especially and Miss Nakayama, shout out to the One Stop Trev Shop, and we basically just kind of like think of cool ways to sell stuff and like raise money and it's one thing that people don't know is that we're on the fourth floor but what we do partner with is 266 designs so basically all the special education students help create those t-shirts so Mm. those t-shirts that you're buying were printed folded and like made by special education students and i think that's a great way for them to gain like real life work experience so they practice counting dollars they work the register and this is the way that they kind of gain real world experience. And mm-hmm. then they are actually getting paid. So the money that we're making from these things are actually going to get to these oh, kids wow. getting paid. So mm-hmm. it's a great transition program for them, like going into the real world. So 266 Designs, um, what is that? So that's like this, it's like a kind of like a daughter, or like son program of the One Stop Trev Shop uh-huh. that kind of especially like helps with the special education students. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know about that, so they just see us like doing these little fundraisers and stuff. And coming up soon, I know it's a little early, but we got St. Patty's Day coming up mm-hmm. on March 17th. So the One Stop Trash Shop will be selling Shookie's Cookies. The Ooh. week of, we'll be actually ordered 500 Shookie's Cookies. Wow. A record number. The most orders she has ever gotten. Hmm. And then we're also selling t-shirts and hats, long sleeve t-shirts to be precise. Are they going to be green? They will be different varieties. They're gonna be gray with a green design with the shamrock uh-huh. of Nutri. What's the new? Is it like the shamrock with the Nutri logo? Exactly. So it's kind of like the shamrock and then like a white and tea with a green logo. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I help a lot with the designs and stuff. So definitely. You what goes into making um, a shirt or a clothing line? Okay. So basically, what happens is is that we buy bulk numbers of t-shirts, hoodies, and we just print on them. So it's like gilded material, and we have to order the prints. So it's, you get like a piece of paper as such, you guys at home cannot see this, but it's like, imagine a blank piece of paper. Uh And then we have to purchase a print. So it's basically almost like a 3D layer of ink that we put onto this pressing machine and then we press it and then we peel it off and then the ink is like on you the do this actual in-house? clothing. We do this in-house. We do everything ourselves hmm. and they're all produced by special education students. That's really cool. It is really cool. Um, going back to the St. Patrick's Day, do you know what, is there going to be any special St. Patrick's flavored cookies? So I believe we're going to be doing some either a mint chocolate chip or just green dyed stuff with a bunch of festive stuff. So that's kind of the idea, but she surprises us. We have no idea. We just know oh, that it's St. Cool. Patrick's Day themed. That's cool. 
definitely guys so gotcha. anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up anything cooper uh no i think i'm good well with the one-stop trap shop do you want to give a quick plug to like the room number and website so yeah we are on the fourth floor i believe we are in room 401 i believe and basically just check out we actually just bought our own domain at and like one stop shop.com so you can check us out on instagram we have over 300 followers always trying to grow our family and just stop by you don't have to buy anything just be a part of the family we're always welcoming new customers or new employees so awesome make sure to stop by well cooper do you know how we like to close out these episodes lately uh you know i feel like it's different every time but kaden you always come up with something that surprises us and makes the listeners you know i think end on a on a good note should we should i do it should i think of one really quick yeah keep let them on like let the listeners be on their toes like yeah. let's hear it okay everybody closing word choose a word i'm gonna go with the word adventurous adventurous closing word uh flabbergasted and for me i'm gonna say spontaneous and do you know what's spontaneous cooper uh, I mean, a lot of things. The ending of this show. The we ending hate of the show is one of them, though. We hate to let you go, but Cooper, you want to sign out? Yeah, thank you for listening here at uh, WNTH Radio 88.1 FM uh, or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your, your podcasts. So, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, hope you all have a great rest of your day. Follow on Tidal, WNTH on Tidal on Instagram. Thanks, Ignacio. Thank you for having me.